Okay. Stand by, starting soon. Man. One viewer. I have a hard time copying these links, man. Who's what? that viewer? Who's that viewer? <laughs> exact thing that came to my <laughs> mind, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Insert Credit Show. Um, we're here in my house in Oakland, California. Well, no, I can't really just call it my house. Why didn't something just pop up on the screen? What is it? Click the select button. Shut up! God! <laughs> you want to start over? No! Okay. No, this is part of the show. Uh, so we have our first question already. It's, Tim, are you wearing prescription sunglasses? The answer is, duh. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Anyway, so we're here live on the Insert Credit Show, uh, which will later be turned into a, an audio show. And the camera's at a weird angle. It makes us look, like, decreasingly. It Like, I was like this. You see that? Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm really short, so I have to sit up with good posture for the duration of the show. This is the cushion I sit in all the time, so, the, like, I don't know if anybody else has this with their home setup, but I have, like, a... A, a big divot here in the sofa where I sit, and there's nothing I can do to the, the cushion to make it right. Mm-hmm. I just kind of am, like, slumped back in it. Anyway, yeah. Is this episode 95? Is that what it is? That's what you tweeted. I don't even remember if it's episode 95 or I not. I hope it but is. But we're going to say it's 95. A good year. Yeah, and if uh, we already had a 95, well, that one's not 95 anymore. This one's 95 or... Uh, Episode 94 should have been a tribute to 1994, shouldn't it have? It should have. Yeah, Especially this like being the 20th anniversary yeah. of 94. 94 yeah. being the best year in the history of video games. Well, I uh, I actually owned NFL 95 starring Deion Sanders on Sega Genesis, so we could devote the entire hour to that. Yeah. 95? Yeah. I like that one. D-Sand. I don't remember it. I think you can make custom characters. Custom Deons? Custom Dion's, yeah. A bunch of different Dion's that you can have. Well, so. I mean, it, it would work because if, if you recall, uh, he was both offense and defense. Oh, right. He was both off on and Dion. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I'm Tim Rogers. You're Brandon Sheffield. That's Frank Sepulveda. That's true. Mm. If you want to introduce everyone yourselves. I'm just going to set a one-hour timer. Okay. So I, I can clearly see it. We can so it's, it's, it's going to be right there yeah. on the uh, on the table the whole time. That nice, clean iOS 7 interface. It's such a nice timer to look at. And I guess we're just going to talk about uh, a couple of topics that uh, I have written up. How do I keep them secret? Um, we just won't look over there. So here's one. I was uh, thinking earlier today about the game Savage, which I do very often. Oh. Because uh, Savage has that really good music track. Savage. And it occurred to me that Savage is a video game whose title is a single adjective. Mm. Mm -hmm. What other video games are like that, god darn it? I mean, isn't that great to make a game that embodies the adjective? Well, there there was a... I have no idea what the game is. I've only seen the box art. But there was a Psygnosis game called Awesome. Okay. Wow. So... 
There's so one. that's good. Yeah. So I'm going to begin typing these just for, yeah, I'm, for I'm clarification. Pretty, pretty unaware of that awesome game, but it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it, and it's got, I mean, it, it, I remember the, it, there's a box on eBay, I think, right now, and it came with a T-shirt and stuff, and it's this weird, big, long box. That, and it's Cygnosis, so it had that weird, like, heavy metal kind of album cover art. Yeah. Who was that guy who did all the Cygnosis uh, art? I don't remember his name. It was, it was a guy. There was a profile and interview with him on polygon.com. I'm I'm uh, I'm losing my my parts of speech here. But what thrill kill what part mm. of speech exactly is that? That is a thrill kill? Thrill kill. I guess it's a Well, thrill itself is a is a modifier of kill. Right? It's yes. being used in an adjectival. It's yeah. being used it, in it, an adjectival it, form, but it's kind of like nominalized. Well, it's also more than one word, right? We're, it is also more well, than it's, one. No, word. it's 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 bumped right together. It's one word. Thrill thrill kill, kill I don't itself. think thrill kill is an adjective by yeah. itself. I think that's no. a noun. Yeah. I think I it's a loaded noun is what they would call that. Yeah. I just I just thought of one. Wet. There was a game called Wet. That's true. Last year. Uh, that's I true. swear I did not think of that one before writing this question. Savage mm-hmm. was the only one I had in mind. What is wet? I don't know. I keep I keep defaulting to wetrix, which it definitely isn't. Yeah, it's definitely not that. Is it a shooter? Most things are. Yeah, it's probably a shooter. Man, it's got a dumb name that's not immediately sink. recognizable in the app store, and you know exactly what it is from the title. Then it's probably a shooter. I can think of a lot more things that are verbs like evolve. Yeah, yeah. and I can think of good two-word ones like amazing tater. Amazing tater is a good one. Arrow the acrobat. There's a good one. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not. That's, there's no <laughs> adjective in there. Just an no. adjective at all. <laughs> it's name of character. The name of animal. <laughs> Oh man, how many games can we, no, let's not do that yet. How many games can we think of that are name of character, the name of that? This plot that's named after a sound effect. Plot, the exploding man. Well, there are however, there aren't that many games that are just one word. There's not. Well, lately there are. There's injustice, defiance, yeah. destiny. Uh, destiny. Yeah. Man, defiance. I don't even know what that game is. Evolve again. Evolve. Yeah. Injustice and defiance are nouns that end in ce. God. I think awesome is the only one. Oh, wet. That's right. Awesome, wet, savage. Yeah. Brutal. 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 Yeah. Okay. Does it count if there's oh. a subtitle? Brutal, pause of fury? Oh. I think it still counts. I count. I think it'll count because everybody just remembers the name Brutal. Yeah. Well, I don't think everybody remembers the name Brutal. <laughs> well, every, everybody who's, who uh, read Electronic Gaming Monthly in the 1990s. And uh, Brandon. I remember it too. Uh, you might have leafed through an electronic gaming monthly in the no, 90s at I least didn't. one point. Oh come on, uh, man! There's got to be more. There's, no, I know there's, there's got more. to be more. I know there's more. So the it point... makes me want to make some though, like Crunchy. Yeah, I want to make a game called Crunchy. crunchy. Uh, I want to make a game called Stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, just like I, there's maybe... awesome possum, but that doesn't. That's... No. That's two. That's two whole words right there is what it is. I mean, when you, when you name a game just an adjective, you own that adjective. Yeah, I think forever. a lot of people are missing out here. So the one of the rules I imposed on this episode of the show is there's no laptops except this one that I'm using just for the Google Doc that has the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this is like the sort of thing you want to Google and look yeah, around Yeah, I sure at, do. I sure do. But where do you even start? I don't know. Is, yeah. there, there, is there a Wikipedia page that's games whose names are... I tell you what, if, if this were uh, if this were 2005 insert credit, it would probably be a Wikipedia entry, uh, like an insert credit wiki entry. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if someone started a thread, all of a sudden there would be many of them. Yeah, well, this is this is why I think this is a good kind of show to do because the 
the listener can think of some. And then maybe next week we can read what some of their responses were mm-hmm. or what other games we were able to find. I, I consider this kind of almost the perfect kind of question to have because uh, you're you're put on the spot to think about it. And then, God darn, I know there's more. Oh, there's definitely more. Oh, God. I feel, I feel like in the whole PlayStation... Saturn N64 era. Loaded. Loaded. Mm, That's one. Does that, that sort of counts? It's a passive voice verb. There, yeah. But it still counts. Wasn't there another one that was like loaded that started with an I? Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, you know, there's one uh, that Forsaken. Was... Forsaken? Yeah, okay, we're getting into mm-hmm. passive voice Verbs, but those are still technically adjectives. There's uh, they're they're the lazy man's adjective, is what that is. There was something. Oh Mm. man, I I, there there are all these things that I'm like seeing images, and it's not, it's not it's not quite coming together. PlayStation One era is yeah, loaded. It was was that a launch game? That was actually a pretty good game. Did you ever play that? It was like Smash TV. Quote unquote for adults. Yeah, I played it. It had blood spatters all over the place and such. Yeah, just like twisted metal, which was twisted. Wasn't uh, there was... a game called Shattered? Shattered? I guess it's still a No, game there's a game problem. called Shatter. Shatter. Yeah. It's a pong like. Oh, game. dang. That's yeah. a single word verb title. Maybe we'll do those next time. Oh, I almost had one, but it was, it was Brain Dead 13, not Brain Dead. Ah, oh. yeah. I was just looking at that game earlier. Brain Dead 13. For some I remember, reason. I remember very little about that game except the, the, ad. the character that was in the ad. Yeah. And I remember it had a yellow background. Yeah. That seemed to be their box style. I kind of feel like uh, we might have to move on. Yeah, I think uh, I think we got a couple. Yeah. Oh, man, there's got to be so many more. I'm disappointed I didn't come up with any. I there's feel like got to be so many more. There are plenty more. Well, I'm real proud of Awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, we did we did seven minutes on that question. That's not bad. Okay, so another one. As many of you may or may not know, and hopefully you don't know this, I uh, I played through the game Watch Dogs in the last two weeks. Watch Dogs. I, I finished the whole game, uh, where you're a computer hacker, and uh, true. my short review of the game is uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like it's a, short review of the game. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like they couldn't decide if they wanted to do a Blade Runner GTA or mm-hmm. a Batman GTA, and they went like really really limp noodly in between. Mm. So anyway, your character using the square button, you can point at a bunch of uh, a, at a bunch of objects by aiming at them and press the square button to interact with them because the entire city is connected to some city OS. Uh, operating system, so everything is interconnected. Anyway, in the game, one of the things you you can do most frequently is you can aim at traffic lights and press the square button to change the color of the light. Now, this was demoed in the the first E3 video of the game. You see a car driving through the traffic light, and he wheels around and changes the light so that the car slams on its brakes and like hits the other guy yeah. or whatever. And uh, in the game. It's like the only way to evade the police is to look at the traffic light and press the button to change it. And uh, when you do it, traffic on both sides rockets out like 0 to 120 miles per hour in one (laughs) second and just clamps it off. And at the end of the game, the bad guy, another computer hacker, uh, he hacks into the system and now he's controlling traffic lights. And it just means enemies are just shashing out at you and knocking you and destroying you. Anyway... Aim at traffic lights and change the traffic light, and 
take down cars, and it's just it's the stupidest god darn thing I've ever played in my life. Uh, is there? Can you think of anything stupider than that in a video game? Because I I'm I was sitting around writing a review and I could not oh, think of anything okay. to compare it to. It's it's so bad. I I don't understand it. How that's like whose idea was that? What guy came in with a bunch of cocaine on his nose and goes, I got an idea. You can change the traffic lights. It's like, what is that supposed to be? Like you're you're pranking people by changing a traffic light, and that's like right at the middle of your game. That's like right at the center. What is anything you can compare to that? Punked in a game. Mm. Well, I mean, there's there's some really stupid concepts if you go back to like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, right? Yeah, let's um, let's go all the way back. Okay, uh, kick the ball I mean, all the way over there. A, a game that I like to uh, not necessarily play, but look at once in a while because it's hilarious is a game called Manja, which, uh, uh, as as my fellow people uh, from Italy know, it means eat, uh-huh. eat, eat, and it, it's a game where you're a kid on a table and your mom's just feeding you spaghetti, and you have to not eat so much that your stomach explodes. Wow. So that's that that so the 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 game is when her stump when when her back is turned, you can sometimes throw food out the window and sometimes feed it to your dog to avoid your what are the, stomach. What are the exploding. controls for that? Um I think it's just kinda up and down in the button. Up only to one. throw it out the window, down to feed it to the dog. Yeah, and you just gotta to time it, it that yeah. So the kid wants to eat, he just doesn't want to die, and the mom doesn't seem to notice. And the mom insists on continuing to feed him until he dies. Good. Yeah. That's weird. So where do you suppose that idea came from? Probably some Italian kid. Well, yeah, that's what Italian Italian moms are like. Oh, you need more. Yeah. Eat something. Yeah. Um, That's how Mario got that way. I don't think that's that's as stupid as... As watchdogs. As, yeah, press a button to change the light. But it's a little stupid. I how 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 deep are we going to go with? Well, I guess it depends on your definition of stupid because there's. It's just this one is stupid in a like I think the watchdogs thing is stupid in this chaotic labyrinthine way. There, there's things that are stupid in terrible ways, like that ray play game, for example. Sure. Yeah. Like that's you you know you're waiting and hiding to, to find a victim to assault, which is. It's uh, I don't even like thinking about it, but I, I mean it's stupid, but it's perhaps not the kind of stupid that you're going for. Yeah, it's no, kind I of think weird it's and gross. Stupid. The Watchdog stupid is like this is a game where you can also now I'll admit I actually had a lot of fun playing most of the game. I thought it was actually a really fun stupid game, like a fantastic stupid game. But uh, I mean a fantastic, fantastically terribly stupid game. But uh. Like you can just you can make a transformer explode, like on the side of a building by pressing the button. And why can't you just make a car's computer yeah. like cause the engine to overheat or whatever? Why do you have to change the traffic light? It's like there are just layers and layers of stupidity. There was and that there was that new driver game. <clears throat> driver San Francisco? Yeah, where you had the ability to control other drivers, uh on the road, except oh, yeah. for the person that you were chasing. Oh, that was kind of stupid. But I, I since I didn't actually play it when it came out, it's possible they had a, an explanation for that. But that was pretty. Was stupid. it? Wasn't? Is that the one where your character's like in a coma in a hospital? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh man! <clears throat> Speaking of comas and hospitals, going back to Ubisoft, maybe, maybe Assassin's Creed. The, I guess it's not that stupid. It's pretty stupid. The fact that you're in the future and you're VRing yourself into the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. It's like yeah, you're VRing yourself into the past, and if you do anything too outside the historical context, then you get booted from the simulation. You know, one thing I would say is stupid. It's not a mechanic, but it's, you know, one of the boundaries, the major boundary of the game, is most of the first-person shooters nowadays, like everything from from Call of Duty to Battlefield to Rage, if you go out of the area where they want you to be right then, they just spawn explosions that kill you. Yeah. And there's, like, nothing around. You can see there's nothing. There's nobody anywhere. And they're just like, oh, you died. You shouldn't go too far away from your mission Don't thing. Don't stray like, from the mission zone. Yeah. Screw you. I Like, you put all this stuff here. Let me look at it. I hate that. So you know that's what? pretty that, stupid I, to me. I did that in the first game I ever designed in seventh grade because nice. uh, I was using HyperCard, and it was really hard to program, like, turning around. So if you turned around, you died. Yeah, you can only go forward. Yeah. Wow. It, it, someone made a game about that later called Don't Look Back. <laughs> oh, DLB. Yeah. That's what we call it. Which on. is pretty cool. Is that based on uh, Oasis's Don't Look Back in Anger? Or is that the sequel to the game? <clears throat> yeah, I think that was the sequel. Okay. Yeah. Don't Look Back, colon, in anger. Mm-hmm. In, the third game was called Don't Look Down, which was a song by Go West. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so in the case of W Dogs, they say they took, and like, like it was supposed to come out, and then they delayed it for a year because it wasn't fun. So, <laughs> right? I mean, first of all, that takes real big, giant, huge guts to admit that, I guess, publicly. Yeah. But was like, what was? Were they trying to? I feel like somebody wanted that change the traffic lights mechanic in there. I feel something. like that was probably in there from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. some it was in there in the beginning, and it was in didn't the, want to touch it. It was in the demo, that's for yeah. sure. I, that could have been why they didn't want to touch it because yeah, it was in the live. They're like, demo. we we sh- we showed this thing. I'll bet the early unfun version was mostly that stuff. Yeah, including mechanics that they did cut. It probably added a lot more shooting. Yeah. to the actual game. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's a puzzle. I'm yeah, still shooting's pretty dumb, but uh, shooting is dumb in general. Watch Dogs uh, does some cool stuff. I I mean, I wrote a review, mostly. Uh, I could explain it, but we can do that later. Okay. There's so many things that are dumb that I like in Deadly Premonition, like just looking into somebody's window and watching them eat breakfast. There's no reason to ever go in the dumpsters in that game, but you can. You can go in all the dumpsters, just hide out in there. Just go hang out in a dumpster. And I think that was from an early concept of the game, probably. Oh, God, and there was one part... Again, this isn't core mechanic, but there's one part where you have to follow a dog around. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog is just walking wherever it feels like is what it It, it just looks gets like. distracted it's, by stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. just freaking walking around. It goes in circles. It's like, God, I this could have taken so much less time. There's really just weird music straight. playing. Too. Yeah, there was special follow this dog music, <laughs> which is good. Follow this dog Follow music. this dog music. All right. Um, the back of the box of watchdogs says use over 105 unique hacks to turn Chicago into your ultimate weapon. Oh. And I, uh, if that were written honestly, I would say it would be use one unique hack 
to turn the traffic lights of Chicago into your only weapon <laughs> is what I think that would be. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I would move on to another question is what I'm going to do. So I have this game right here. Uh, the Last of Us. Theostophus. Uh, Theostophus uh, PS4 Remastered Edition. Oh, yeah, uh, rem- this, remaster it. This comes to me courtesy of Naughty Dog, as you can see. The barcode has been scratched out. Yeah. I did not do that. Yeah. Uh, it's because I'm such good friends with the folks at Naughty Dog. So. <laughs> They've sent me every one of their games for free. Well, because I wrote a review of Jack 2 on insertcredit.com in 2003, they've sent me every game since then free. Um, uh, I like this game a lot. I know you guys haven't played it, and you don't really want to. Uh, I've played it. He played it. What did you play? How much of it? You only played the first chapter. I played first the chapter, first right? chapter twice. Mm. I you tried it twice. The chapter's so nice, you tried it twice? Yeah. Yeah. So I can say a little bit about it. Okay, well, this isn't technically a question about The Last of Us. Uh, Brandon, I still suggest that you should play it, because I think you would really like it. I'll give it a shot, uh, eventually. But I, when you get a PS4 test kit, let yeah. me know, and you can borrow this one. I'll do it. Because, uh, wow, it sure looks real good on the PS4. Uh, not only does it look real good, it's kind of terrifying how good it looks. It looks better than any of the other PS4 games I've seen, or Xbox One games. And it is 1080p and 60 FPS, mm-hmm. right? And the 60 FPS is is mind blowing. Okay, I've never seen a game in 60 FPS on one of these consoles that like had that many graphics. And Naughty Dog are they're the console guys, you know, so they they know what's up with the consoles. Uh, but prior to the release of the game, some people did not like the idea of there being a 60 FPS mode and voiced their concern quite loudly because they think 60 FPS looks wrong and it spoils the cinematic nature of The Last of Us. Okay. So there is an option available from the pause menu to lock the frame rate at 30 FPS. Hmm. And me and Kerwin were messing with it the other day here at Action Button Entertainment headquarters, and we were just laughing at how it looks dumb like in comparison. What do you think? You guys, I've never heard either of you guys really talk about uh, silky smooth frame rates in games because I don't think either of you are uh, PC gamers. But uh, did you know that there are people who are now... I've never heard this before, this Kotaku post about The Last of Us Remastered. Never before had I heard people saying they like 30 FPS better in games. Well, it makes some sense to me because... Of the you know with that with that Hobbit movie, yeah, people yeah. Don't, people don't like that frame but, rate. It's kind of what you're used to, but I I don't know. There's uh, Outrun on the Saturn. You can play it in 60 FPS, and it sure does look good. I've I've never heard of until this moment anyone wanting less than 60 frames a second in a video game. Yeah, like that's me, that's me new either. to me. Yeah, um, it's weird, isn't it? And I. And, and I'm guessing that the, the, the people complaining are specific game because they feel like that's an artistic choice that yeah. was made to when, make it more cinematic. When clearly it was a technical choice. Right, of course. I mean, there's a, there's a whole lot of stuff that game's pushing. Of course it's running in 30 frames a second. Yeah. Um, so what what is the question? The question is, uh, do, you, uh, do you think... 30 FPS is a good idea for video games. Do you? No. It's, it's more. It's more of a topic. No. I think that I. We've never talked about frame. I could foresee. I could foresee games where, if you did it on purpose, frame rate could be an interesting part of it. Yeah. Like 
certainly there are some games where, man, if you take away that slowdown, I don't know how I get through a part of it. Yeah. Uh, especially um, scrolling shooters and certain, certain like those metal slugs. I, I found out recently <clears throat> that uh, Metal Slug on the Saturn, which was the best port of the era that was not on the Neo Geo, uh, Metal Slug on the Saturn doesn't work properly with the 4-meg or action, pro-action replay um, RAM cartridges. It needs the specific uh, SNK-made 1-megabyte RAM cart because it's looking for RAM. With the other ones, it's looking for RAM in all the wrong places. <laughs> uh, and... But uh, in in that game, like if you don't have some like some of the slowdown that you have in the in the Neo Geo version, I actually found some of the better ports that you know removed the slowdown from the Neo Geo game to be more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, if you get used to the res- the somewhat less responsive control in that, section, that's not frame. <laughs> So, no, it's it, not. It's actually slowing the game. It's not, but I'm... Uh, oh, but you're I'm, using that as an example of how there might be... Yeah, there yeah. might be something there There might where, be something in a 30 FPS that makes it easier for people to... Or, or there might... And just in general, there might be something there in the idea of uh, going down to a certain frame rate being a part of yeah. gameplay. Well, uh, like five, five frames per... Oh, like, there's a monster around you, now mm. everything's five frames per second, and it makes it really intense, because you're, because freaking, you're like, yeah. I, I can only get, like, slices of images. Well, I was going to say, and, and I think anyone who's uh, watched a Twilight Zone marathon can, can relate to this. Um, yeah. So there are some episodes of the Twilight Zone that were filmed on tape, oh, yeah. and they're in 60 frames a second, <clears throat> versus, uh, what is it, 24.7? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they don't look... They're not scary, you know? Like, they, yeah. they're just not scary because they're in 60 frames a second. And, <clears throat> and you just start noticing how how clear it is that everything's on a set. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's probably the complaint people had with... Uh, I didn't with, see The Hobbit. With The Last but, of Us. But, with the well, well, but, but, but the thing is, like, I, I've, <clears throat> I've never even considered that video games... Uh, look good enough to where you are fooled into thinking uh, it's a real place and not a set. Well, you know, yeah. I, I will say that I I have a problem when games, the more they try to look real, the more I find fault with them because I see all the parts that aren't real. Yeah. So the closer they get to reality, the weirder it is. I just saw this this mod today for Demon's Souls... Uh, what? Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 2? Dark, Dark Souls 2? No, it was not that. It was, oh. it was a mod oh, that... Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2, oh, okay. 2 that put this really realistic-looking cat model yeah. in there. And the cat... What? <laughs> the cat had, like, actual cat textures, like, textures from a real cat. So, from some angles, it looked a lot like a real cat. And But then, as soon as it moved... You could see that all the polygons, you could. It was pretty chunky looking, and so it would, it would like the whiskers weren't actually there; they were part of the texture, and that kind of stuff uh, weirds me out a lot. So perhaps, perhaps I, you could make the argument that it starts to get too realistic looking, and yeah. then it kind of kicks people out of their suspension of disbelief because they're now they're finding more fault with it because it's. 
uh, it could be a subconscious thing that's happening to yeah. people. Yeah, I think The Last of Us has a lot of scenes that rely on you being like logistically invested and mechanically invested as well as psychologically engaged. Yeah. Like, So I guess a lot of people, they see the psychological part as it's almost like part of their brain is married to the idea of a movie that's running in mm-hmm. 24 FPS. So it's like they want it to be choppier. And, uh, like, we were turning the frame rate on and off on The Last of Us Remastered, and it's, like, such a night and day difference, like 30 FPS and 60. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's enormously huge. And then there's there's people also, you probably have seen this, but there's people on the Internet who are just like, oh, I can't see the difference. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. What's wrong with those people? Well, they're the same know. people that couldn't see the difference with HD. It's like, you're, yeah, not, you're not trying. You're not... Yeah, yeah. What are you afraid of? Or people who, like... I remember on Kotaku, whenever I would write a column back in the mid-2000s, I would find some way to make a swipe at the Wii. Just like a little tiny couple of words, I'd make fun of the Wii. Oh, people and, get instantly wounded by that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd end up with a couple thousand extra hits and somebody being like, you know, rallying, some Wii forum of kids coming in and being like, look, the Wii looks just as good as the Xbox 360. It's like, <laughs> man, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And they, they just made themselves believe that. But man, yeah, I've been playing Dark Souls uh, in this, with a 60 FPS mod, and man, you'd have to be a jerk to want to play it in 30 FPS. But there are games we, me and Kerwin, were looking at some like rare games. We're looking at Cameo Elements of Power from the Xbox, yep. which is weird because I don't know anything about that game. It was a launch title, and that's running 30 FPS, but it looks like stop motion. Yeah. So all the animations are like really punchied up for that. So. I thought that was, like, kind of a neat thing. But with The Last of Us, it's most certainly trying to look more like real life. And they also say that for Oculus Rift, for example, uh, a game can't be 30 FPS or everybody's going to get sick. Yeah, that's probably true. You're, you're going to get, mm-hmm. like, physically ill playing yeah. it if it's too low a frame rate. Well, so, unfortunately, most of them are yeah. 30. Yeah, they're, they're 30. So, well, it's it was hard. It was John Carmack himself who said... The displays need to be 8K per eye, yep. minimum 60 FPS, or it's not uh, not interesting. So it's cool that he's uh, like uh, kind of dissing his own deal. Good old JC. Uh, yeah, he's dissing his own thing. He's he's, uh, he's at Facebook right now telling him that. Yeah, yeah, he's basically yeah he's saying that to the press as well. Yeah. It's like yeah, it'll be cool in a couple of years. Yeah, it's like that's that's great. I mean, I I agree with that. Well, and and also, I mean, like. I don't think Oculus ever said this is the commercial product, right? It's it's it was always just a development kit anyway, and it's, it's they do keep iterating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, exactly. Yeah, they're they're playing it just as they probably yeah. should, and uh, they're like, this is for early adopters, and obviously you're going to have early adopter ones in the future until we reach the, and it's right. going to get cheaper and cheaper as more people. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I agree, and I can't wait for virtual Facebook. It's going to rule. VFB. Yeah, VFB. I hope it becomes... I hope they uh, purchase GeoCities and Facebook becomes GeoCities and and you go to your friend's neighborhoods and to their GeoCities house to uh, post... To post on their walls by like spray painting on their walls. Sony should do that with the Project Morpheus and and PlayStation Home can instead be GeoCities so you're visiting your friend's homes. You want to know something about... Sony's Project Morpheus is. Uh, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard. I saw a tweet. So like, oh, Sony's got an Oculus Rift killer. Yeah. And it's been what, like, four months now, and I still haven't remembered to Google it. I still <laughs> don't know what it is. 
I have seen nothing. We've got one in the office. Come on by. What is it? It totally exists. Well, I'm sure it exists. Uh, uh, It's Oculus Rift, except it's on a PlayStation. Is it? What is it? How big is it? Is it the right size? Yeah, it's about the same size. Covers your head. It actually feels uh, better to me on the head, which is interesting. Does it have headphones included? Um, I don't. I mean, like at at one point when they were talking to us, it did. I don't know if it. Does anymore? Maybe I shouldn't say that. Play Stoculus Rift. <laughs> Play Stoculus. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. I don't even know. <laughs> um, so I have another topic. This is this is a topic I think is really fun, uh, and it's only going to work. This I, I think this could be a good regular uh, installment to the show, but the funny thing is we can only really do it the best way this one time, okay. and that is uh, this week in video game news. What yeah. happened? I have no idea. Isn't that great? Yeah. Isn't that great? I have no idea. <laughs> so now if I say we do this every week, we do six minutes to talk about... Oh, wait, wait. I do know. Uh, the, the Nintendo guy. See, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Dan, we got something. Dan, Dan, Dan Edelman. Dan Edelman. Yeah. Dan, I think Edelman. it's Edelman. Edelman? Yeah. I think it's Dan, Edelman because I met him and I actually that, asked him. That was actually really interesting because... So Dan Edelman left Nintendo, Nintendo. And, and immediately all the people that did not previously care about that article I wrote about yeah. how he uh, was not allowed to use Twitter. Like, as, as soon as he kind of, like, confirmed that... Yeah, yeah. he went nuts on the Ask <clears throat> FM. Then, uh, then just... Nuts. I, so. I saw, like, five stories that were just all quoting my article. Yeah. Well, it's like that... Yeah. That was the reference for him leaving. Yes. Like, so when, when uh, Ben Katra wrote his thing on on Polygon. Yeah. I mean, what else is he going to reference, you know? Yeah, he, he, he referred to me as Brayden Sheffield. Wow. No, wait, it was it was I, Brendan Sheffield. It was Sheffield? I thought it was Sheffield. It no, was it was Sheffield. Brendan Sheffield. Cool. Yeah. Dude, uh, I'm well, pretty you know, sure we've met him before. Brayden Sheffield? Well, he is the opinions editor of Polygon, so maybe it's his opinion. Ah, uh, his opinion that my name is wrong. Is oh, who was, who, yeah. who's this guy who wrote this? Ben Kutcherah. Oh, that guy? I thought yeah. it was Kuchera. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> May as well pronounce his name wrong. Pronounce my name wrong. Um, Braden Shep. Uh, so yeah, Dan Dan Edelman left, and he's doing indie marketing stuff, which yep. is smart enough because people sure need it. More like indie marketing. There was also um, the the Shovel Knight dudes gave some really good breakdowns mm-hmm. of their one hundred eighty thousand sales. Their sales and that. and how much their stuff cost. I thought that was much better. Then, like a week ago, there was stuff on Polygon about how what it what it takes to run an indie studio. Yeah, and yeah, I those, saw that. Those guys had a different lived in a different reality. Yeah, they they had they yeah what they spent like a million dollars or something. Yeah, they they had they had an office. <laughs> they had an office with like six Herman Miller Aeron chairs, which are like eighteen hundred dollars each. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. we we do have a steel case leap chairs here that are nine hundred dollars each, but we got them on Craigslist for. Fifty dollars. Well, there you go. So, in other words, you can start an indie studio without a million dollars. Mm-hmm. You sure can. I wonder what the estimated value of all that equipment is over there. It's probably a lot. Let's not think about that. That's anyway. It's a lot of stuff. (laughs) Another. There's more over there as well. Another news that is very minor but exists in my world is that that this tiny company Atlantean. Atlantean? Are they from Atlanta? I don't think so. Are they from Atlanta? Wait, or is that the name of the game? The game might be called that. Okay. I kind of forget. Anyway, there's a new TurboGrafx game coming nice. on, a, on a Hue ah, card. Ah, yeah. And uh, the the news of this week is that it's coming in August, which is this month. So pre-order, I mean, not pre-orders, 
online orders are going to go up pretty soon. They, yeah. they they sold out a whole bunch of them when they that they printed for some uh, like Denver game show. I don't know. I don't know what city it was. It was Denver. There's or, a Denver thing coming. No, I'm thinking of a comic convention. Yeah, I don't know, man. Denver comic one of them. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a news. Okay, well, actually, in addition to that, like it's similar to that, mm-hmm. um, Cinemaware, which still exists. Whoa. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> is is releasing their unreleased Sega Genesis version of It Came from the Desert. Wow. Cartridge by themselves, which is I think the first On time. On a cartridge. Yeah. Why? The ROM's been out forever. But oh. they're actually like fixing it up because it was. But it didn't was, that like, have FMV or was that only the Triple Well, version? there there are three games from Cinemaware that have that title that are all very different. Oh, so <laughs> it's it was like their Shadow Run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think that's the first time that um, a, a posthumous semi legal release for a console. So you're saying it's barely legal? Um, it's a barely legal game. Um, I think it's the first time that, it, that that one of those wasn't like licensed. It's actually the rights holder has decided yeah. to re-release. That's cool. Unless you want to count um, the uh, the Cheetah Men Kickstarter thing, right? Um, but uh, another piece of news, and, and the thing about video game news is that there's, and, and I say this as someone who was the news editor for two different publications now, there's very little actual news that ever happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But stuff happens, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's, that's, that's less video game news. That's more just stuff. Uh, another thing that happened that you guys might have seen is, um, and, I, and I have some insight into, is that uh, the Library of Congress, while digging through... Their submissions found the source code for an unreleased Duke Nukem game. Oh, nice! Um, which was the, uh, the the PSP game. Oh. Um, and oh, and man. I I think it's a combination of, of luck and lawsuits that that, that put it in uh, their office. So basically, Library of Congress they they, they get uh, submissions uh, through the copyright office. So when people are copywriting a work. Um, yeah, it, it it gets entered into the Library of Congress's system, and uh, most people don't copyright playable games. They just copyright like the name uh, or the, the idea. name and the screen. And the, the the submission process is like you can submit art or video or like the first and last ten pages of source code, mm-hmm. which is totally you know useless from an archival. Yeah, standpoint. pages. Um, uh, but this this one DVD that they happened to have for this Duke Nukem game contained the entire source code. So uh, you can actually go to the Library of Congress blog um, and, and see a blog post from the Library of Congress about using PSP homebrew stuff to try to extract data from this Duke Nukem DVD-R. That's, That's pretty amazing. fun. Yeah, so that was pretty exciting. I'd play Duke Nukem on a PSP. There's a reason you always bet on Duke. It's whatever game came out for the DS, but not the PSP. It was, like, canceled. Yeah. The Apogee one at the same yeah, time. Yeah, as, uh, yeah. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever. I remember that. Yeah. I just, uh, in an effort to find more news, even I broke the no laptop. Oh, man, you're on Kotaku. I went to Kotaku.com, and it turns out that Sleeping Dogs is being released uh, on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and that's a cool game in case you haven't played that one. They're trying to get all the dog games. Yeah. yeah. So this reminds me of, here we go, a Flash topic. You ready? What's yeah. the best game with the word dog in the title? Well, it's not a dog's life. Dog to rights, dog to breaching. Yeah. No. Um, no. It's a bad game. <laughs> Kane and Lynch, Dog Days. Kane and Lynch 2, Dog Days is good. Yeah. Sleeping Dogs would be number two, and then Watch Dogs would be number three, if we're just doing those three. 
Okay. <laughs> That's uh, actually a question someone asked on Ask FM when I said ask me questions okay. that might get featured on the. There are more. There are more dogs. Uh, what in, other games in have these... dogs in the name? I know. I know there are. Oh my god. Many. Well, I said a dog's life. That was a PS2 game. Oh, it was a PS2 life? game. Yeah. All right. I saw that at that Phoenix Games place in Concord. Man, I saw Heart of Darkness, another game with a dog. Yeah. Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness on uh, at Phoenix Games for nine ninety nine. I should have bought it. Um, that's a good Eric Chahi game. Yeah, that guy. I really like that game. I know there are more dog games. Well, those are the best ones, probably. Inuyasha. Inuyasha. That's pretty fun. That's dog in Japanese, though. Yeah. I'm not sure that counts. There's Okami Dog. Okami Dog. Okami Dog. Yeah. I like Sleeping Dogs. I want to play Sleeping Dogs on the PS4. What the heck? I, I, I really prefer the, the Christian nut pronunciation there of Sleepy Dogs. Sleepy, Sleepy Dogs. dogs. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then that would be a little bit less boring, because if they're yeah. asleep, mm-hmm. that's the point. Uh, oh, by the way, I want to let everyone know that in Watch Dogs, someone does use the phrase Watch Dogs in the last 12 minutes of the game. Ah. Does the title minute. screen come up? No, <laughs> I really wish it had. But this, this elite hacker group goes, give us access to the system, and we will, wa- we will protect the people. We will be the Watch Dogs. And then the guy goes, no, I'm not going to let you do that. Oh, right, then, I forgot that he was Batman. Oh, God, it's, he's like... He's like Batman with a severe head cold. <laughs> it's like really bad. And you got to listen to this guy just hear stuff in his head through the whole game. Anyway. Next question. Uh, yeah, let's get the next. Uh, I've Sorry. got just a couple dumb weird ones. So, okay. Recently I was playing. This weekend me and uh, Michael Kerwin here at Action Button Entertainment had a really good goddamn time playing Vin Diesel's, Vin Diesel's The Wheelman mm-hmm. on Xbox 360. Goddamn fantastic game. First of all, number one, right? Weird, weirdly, the, there was supposed to be a movie that was the sequel to it, which is really strange. Right. Uh, Wheelman's really fun because it pioneered a bunch of little concepts that got later used in games like Sleeping Dogs, where you use the right analog stick while driving to do attacks with your car. So you tap to the right, and he'll just like yank the wheel. He'll do like human, non-superhuman driving techniques, right? That you know, are just kind of hot-keyed to yeah. a thing. And it's really cool to sideswipe somebody off the road, and then you see their sideswipe coming, and you can you can sideswipe to dodge it and then hit them back for double the momentum. It's just really stupid fun, big old weird car chases. And I like that it's just got Vin Diesel in it, mm-hmm. right? And he's playing, by all accounts, just a fictionalized version of himself. Now, there was another game that this reminds me of, which got a whole lot of... Uh, sentences with the word actually in it. It's actually, it's pretty good. Actually, 50 Cent Blood on the Sand is pretty good, mm-hmm. people would say. And it's like, of course it's pretty good. Uh, because there's a bunch of people making video games, and they're like, oh, this is going to sell based on the license, based on the character. So why not just make you know a cool game? Why not just make some weird, new, fresh ideas? Well, I think there's this assumption, and I'm sorry, were, were you about to get to a question? Or oh, well, or well, the question is two pronged, and I think you're about to you you hit you might be on okay. one of them. Me and Brandon were talking about this at the game store where I bought Wheelman the other day, which was Phoenix Games uh, in Concord, California. Mm-hmm. Get Concord mm-hmm. in Concord. Yeah, uh, we had a bad fur day there. Yeah, we had a bad fur day at that one. But uh, where I was saying. Maybe PS2, Xbox 360, PS3-era licensed video games are a treasure trove of fantastic ideas, mm. right? Maybe 
I should be buying all of those that I can and playing as many of them as I can because it seems like there's game designers working on there who have full freedom. There's no giant committee being like, we're making a new IP. You know, instead, they're just working with a license. And there's, there's great stuff in Wheelman, and it was just presumed it would sell because it's got diesel. Yeah, I think, I think the problem is that while they, they, do ha- they may have a certain degree of freedom, they also, they also may have some, exe- some like film studio executive's cousin's nephew uh, saying, yeah, saying, saying like, oh, could you guys change the, the guy's name to Icky yeah. and Sany? That's a thing that happened in a LucasArts game. Um, yep. And, uh, and also they always have like eight months less than they need. Yeah. yeah, but at the same I mean, Wheelman is definitely a game that they've made running full speed. Yeah, at the same time though, I have like remember Frank when we played that uh, Lemony Snicket's yeah. um, series, series of, of unfortunate yeah. unfortunate events, right. and we're like, this is actually a really competent, enjoyable yep. platform game. A pleasant romp. What there was what the there, heck? there weren't any like crazy new ideas in it or anything, no. but it was really enjoyable. Yeah, we were disappointed. Um, I don't think I don't think the the uh, licensed part has anything to do with your question. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's more just that the middle market existed in that era yeah, that's and no true. longer exists. That's true. You got you got like your your Riddick games. Those were interesting. Those are so good. Man. You know, I don't think that Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand was as interesting as people said. Eh, it wasn't. Inter- I played it, it for a few hours. It was just. I think it was just surprising to people that it was decent. Like that it was a good, decent game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's a cool game. Me personally, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't do too much new stuff. But, okay, maybe maybe the revision would be uh, execution-centric stuff. There's there's good, like, execution that maybe they didn't have time for in bigger games because they were trying to be innovative. So I would say the, the, the biggest source of that stuff uh, is the simple series games. Mm, so, you, yeah. you, you know, you got Zombie versus Ambulance, or you've got... Oh, I remember uh, that one. You've got the giant, the giant girl who's um, breaking down. Diabetes. Diabetes, breaking down the or world. Or in Europe, uh, Destruction Girl. Destruction Girl. And then you get... Diabetes was so good. You get stuff like One Chambara, which is really what? stupid. And then, and then there... I had a free copy of it. I, I, we played the heck out of it. There, there are so many... There, there's like this... this uh, Boncho game where you're Kinkabancho? It's not Kinkabancho, it's a different one. Oh, it's another where, Boncho. Yeah, where you're the leader of a gang thing and you've you've got your, your eye beams oh, yeah, that intimidate I, yeah, people that's, and that's one of the first games me and you played together. And there's a Pikmin game, uh like a Pikmin style game with cats, but you're building a big village and you're supporting your village of, of cat people and they're all yeah. doing cat things. Like there are all these things where where they were almost like the progenitors of single concept, single mechanic indie games, mm-hmm. where they were like, "We're gonna go for this. We're gonna do this thing, and we're gonna do it as fast as possible, and it's gonna be really cool." And I'm, I'm really sad that Japan doesn't have that market anymore. Because yeah, D3 we, went weird directions. Yeah, they, they didn't know what to do. Yeah, there's something going on there. I mean, that's where uh, Simple Series is, where Earth Defense Force came from. Indeed, and. Uh, Earth Defense Force is the exact opposite of a high concept game, but it, in in by virtue of that, becomes a high concept game because it's just shooting stuff. That's mm-hmm. all it is, and yeah. they just basically fed that string to a different group than had previously made games that were just about shooting stuff. It's like this game's about shooting stuff. 
well, how are you shooting it? Well, you're shooting it, and there's buildings blow up, and the enemies are giant ants, and it's just by being like from scratch based on that little principle just ended up being kind of an amazing game. Yeah, it goes straight to the fun and that and there's like yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of crap in this, but the there's, fun part is going to be right there. It's weird no that preciousness attached. It's weird yeah. that there's no digital uh, market for that. I agree and I, I feel like that if I were if I were in charge of D3, mm-hmm. that's what I would have done. I would have given a bunch of Japanese companies Unity. Yeah. And I would have been like, okay, you've all got a game engine now, and just make some stupid thing for us, and it's going to cost, you know, 2,000 yen or 1,000 yen, depending on what it is, and yeah. we're going to release one of these every month. Yep, like absolutely. That, that, would be, that would be fantastic, and we'd, we'd still have... I think companies would form around this kind of stuff, because yeah. a lot of those... Yeah. Like, they're, uh, the company Tamsoft, for example, they were kind of popular-ish back in the day because they did Battlerina Toshinden, and that was an early 3D fighting game on the PlayStation, and people were like, oh my god, these graphics. Nowadays, you go back and play the original Battlerina Toshinden. <laughs> it is not very good. And no, I, no, no. I didn't even like it at the time. I was like, even though I didn't, I wasn't like a fighting game guy yet, I was like, this Virtua Fighter seems like it was a lot better. Uh, but anyway, Tamsoft, they got up to Battlerina Toshinden 4, and then they just started to dwindle into nothing. They they started making, like, uh, puzzle game versions of Battlerina Toshinden and, like, little visual novel things. They Wasn't had there nothing one with, like, left. an RPG mode? Mm, I don't remember that, but I believe it. Okay. I would believe it. Um, so they, they, like, just scaled way, way, way down. But then they were given... Uh, the ability to make a new game based on some dumb concept for uh, the Simple Series stuff. And they did, among others, One Chambara, which is, um, you know, just about girls in bikinis chopping up zombies. Yeah, with katanas. And the the mechanic was you could chop them a whole bunch, but then your, your katana would get dirty and you'd have to shake it off. And then eventually you'd get like a big hyperpower thing. It's not a very good game, but it was popular enough that they made like three sequels and staffed back up to a hundred people again. Yeah, and they and became a video they weren't game even company. Simple series anymore. Yeah, they were like yeah. full, full price. price games. And by full price, I mean like they were eighty bucks in Japan. So like that kind of thing is very. Even though that game was not great, it's interesting to see that that can do something like revive an entire company. Yeah, but even that that was back then, and I, yeah. I suspect that the reason we, we can't see this in Japan now is because it's uh, nearly impossible to make a successful digital game with the kind of budget you'd need to make those kinds of games. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, but I feel like they, they were churning them out so fast back then and if they had the same standardized tools, yeah, might but not. but I mean, like there's a lot of art in those games. Yeah, you know, the yeah. art's really expensive, especially in Japan. Especially yeah. now that the graphics are just baseline, expected to be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. if someone would spearhead a uh, uh, retro gaming, like a new retro, you know, yeah. something that looks like N64. Man, or we keep trying to do it. Oh man! Yeah. Well, just this week. Uh, Action Button is uh, we are approved for publishing on PS4, Xbox One, and Steam, and uh, self-publishing. Yeah. And uh, we've got see that dev kit over there. Yeah, I see. Those it. those are those are ours. They don't belong to anybody else. Oh, nice. Yeah, so pretty cool. 
So hey, why not? <laughs> Let's make something weird. Uh, but yeah, so the other the other prong of that question was Vin Diesel, Fifty Cent. What modern celebrity of any sort? We have to agree. We're going to try to come to an agreement. Let's say we're making a video game, a 3D, mm-hmm. crappy, simple series style okay. action game. Who are we going to put in it? So here's here's we, the, we have to agree. This is the very mm-hmm. first thing that came to my mind. Let's hear it. Uh, I I don't even like the guy. Uh, Ryan, this, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, Drive yeah. and uh, yeah and um and what do you call it? O- only God forgives. Because oh, I just feel like a uh, like a kind of crappy poly model of him, just like looking forlorn and uh, standing around. I feel like he would work well in these games. He's the silent protagonist. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, he's he was the first one that came to my mind. But I would also really love like Mads Mikkelsen. He's cool. Oh, um, Mads is good. I, I have no backup for this, but just and the 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 guy that immediately came to my mind. I have no idea why. Is Bill Nye the science guy? <laughs> Oh man! And I'm kind of thinking of a game where he uses science like magic. Man, yeah, to to sort of like he'll throw a beaker down and it'll like do an area attack or something. I think I think it would be uh, like a, a single stage, like Steven Seagal's movie Under Siege. He's on yeah. a boat. Okay, and he's got to kill all the terrorists. Bill Science killing all the terrorists on a battleship. I like it. And he's got to use science, but. Man, does he collect beakers? Well, it like, would have to be sort of like beakers. a raw danger style game yeah, where there's sure. all environmental puzzles, and uh, it would again, it has to be cheap to put together. Yeah, Ryan Gosling with just a pistol sounds yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think Ryan Gosling is like I was trying to think of someone in the same sort of action e genre, but he's kind of interesting. Some people feel he's got some legitimacy. Yeah, so uh, I feel like Ryan Gosling is a good one for those. Because uh, you you can't get like Robert Downey Jr. He'd just never do it. Yeah, RDJ. Um, Macaulay Culkin might do it. Mm. Macaulay Culkin. Actually, I like Macaulay Culkin as a video game star. Yeah, he's got a really good look for it now too. Mm-hmm. He likes the game Splatterhouse. And yeah. he's re- and he's really into trolling everyone. Yeah, his so. band played in San Francisco a while back. I wanted. I was supposed to. Oh, that pizza band. Yeah. And I didn't. I, did, I, was, I wanted to see that. I was supposed to go to that. But then I oh, you should have. You should have gone and said hi to him because he knows who you are. Yeah, he does know who I am. As weird as that is, let's uh, talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So Ryan Gosling, he's that's that's my number one right now. I uh, just off the top of my head, I would want to see Terry Crews in a video game. Do you guys know Terry Crews? I don't know. No, he's in the Expendables. He plays the character Hail Caesar, guy who loves big guns. Ah. Uh, uh, Terry Crews is just really cool, and I really think he should be in some. Uh, I he should have an action movie franchise of his own, but they just don't give him one. I'm I'm trying to think of a woman, a and, woman, and having a hard time. I would play. Uh, see, so okay, I guess the Ryan Gosling idea is is the staple. You're just dude with a gun, yeah. right? And uh, you're like, I don't know what what is Ryan Gosling Gosling doing in this game? Like he's. Uh, He's, he's he's shooting people in a city environment. He's shooting people in a city, and it it's it could be uh, for him. It's probably either got to be revenge. It's probably just revenge. I, I was thinking more of of, of a, a, a born identity sort of thing. Where, yeah, where everyone's just after him, and he has to he's, he has I'm to sure. prove his innocence uh, while killing innocents. Okay, how about okay combining innocent but proven guilty? Combining plots of the film. Uh, 
and and keep in mind the 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 name of the actor must be in the title. Yeah. Ryan Gosling colon yeah guilty until proven innocent. Ryan Gosling colon take uh, take a gander. <laughs> oh, take a gander. How about he's uh, he's in an office building and yeah. he's trying to get up and kill the CEO of this company to get revenge on him. Okay, so he's top security. So you're just you're just going up floors and going up elevators and stairs, just shooting dudes. Okay. Also kicking and punching them. So that's our game. That's that's the basic game. So it could be Ryan Gosling, it could be uh, it could be Terry Crews, mm-hmm. it could be Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. God, people would buy that. You also have to think of commercial viability. Yeah. Ryan Gosling seems pretty good. Ryan Gosling is one that I I think he he kind of crosses the the borders of uh, dudes and ladies, both kind of liking him. Yeah. I've had this idea in my head forever that I want to do a game as good as God Hand that's about a guy trying to get to the top of a building. A Gosling Hand. Yeah, a Gosling Hand. Trying to get to the top of a building and where you then punch the CEO out the window. Right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's but then just, he flies away like at the end of, uh, of uh, House of the Dead too. Yeah, Suffer Like G did. Yeah. So he flies out there, and uh, my idea for the main character would be Philip Seymour Hoffman in his, uh, as, as the, in his like mattress man outfit. So I think that would be that's my, that. That would be my ultimate video game. But when he, when he punches the guy out, he'll he'll say that's that. Yeah, that's it. That's Love that guy. Man. But uh, I guess we can't do that. So I guess I don't know Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I put him in there. All right, Ryan Gosling in Guilty Until Proven Innocent. That's too long of a name. Anyway, okay. So we have just six minutes left on the show. Okay. Uh, so here's here's one thing I wanted to do each week. I'm going to Wikipedia.com or org. It should be .com. Seriously. Uh, it is. If you type it in. Is there a, oh, there yeah. they do it the .com? Yeah. Well, you know, lucky us. And then they have a list there called List of Games Which Are Considered the Best. Right? <laughs> and uh, they have gone... Is it back, actually, is, is that is actually what it's called? That is actually what it's called. List of Games That Have Been Considered the Best. Okay. <laughs> right? And they have calculated all the best of votes and very rigorously tabulated a list that is in like rank order of all the best games of all time, according to all the publications of all time. Now, what I've done is I've taken five games. There's 48 games on their list. Only 48 games have uh, enough, have been called the best. Okay. So this is great, right? So I, as randomly as is humanly Wait, possible... Wait, based, based on what? Uh, all the best of lists ever written. 48 and, only? Yeah, only 48 have ever been... Have ever been number one. Number one, yes. Oh, number one. Yeah, yeah so... I feel like there have been way more lists than 48. No, well, there's been way more lists. Yeah, but but, the, but uh, like, there's a example, lot of agreement. For example, duh, Mario Super Mario lists. Brothers three is number one. Yeah. Or Super Mario okay. Brothers. Oh is yeah, number and we're one. talking about all time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so right, right. Super Mario Brothers three is the is or, or maybe Tetris. Super Mario Brothers one is yeah. number one. It, the oh, Super really? Mario Brothers one is the smells like Teen Spirit of lists. Yeah, yeah. It's always on at the yeah. top of it's at the top of enough lists that it's at the top of Wikipedia's list. Yeah. So what I've done, as randomly as is humanly possible for me, I have chosen five games from this list. Yeah. Very briefly, we don't have to discuss this in too much detail. We're going to put those five games in order. Okay. Next week, I will very randomly pick five more games, and we will put those in order at rank with the ten until we have reordered Wikipedia's list, and then we will compare Wikipedia's list to ours. Got it. And maybe maybe something funny will come of this. So the five games picked this week are Counter-Strike. Well, let's start with two. Counter-Strike or Grand Theft Auto 4? Grand Theft Auto 4. Counter-Strike. Oh no! <laughs> now I'm the deciding vote. Oh god! Uh. I, I think Counter Strike is. Uh, I like Counter Strike because it's got more of a precision-oriented yeah. 
uh, style of play, and and it's competitive. Also, they like you know, it a lot more in Korea. And and, and I'm going to change my vote because Grand Theft Auto 4 I enjoyed at the time, but I don't think there's any going back to it. Yeah, I also think Grand Theft Auto 4 is not the definitive vision of right. its type of thing. Uh, I agree. And I think we could do better. Okay, yeah. so Counter-Strike is leading Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, where do you place that? I place it between the two. I like Red Dead Redemption. I like Red Dead Redemption because it's so focused. Yeah. And, uh, I like it. And it's settled on a theme. I like it more than Grand Theft Auto, less than yep. Counter-Strike. All right. I agree. Let's say uh, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Final Fantasy VI. This is, this is turning into a compelling wow. exercise. Final Fantasy VI, big game, 14 main characters, two, a heck of a spoiler halfway through the game. It turns into a completely different type of game and completely different world. Uh... Big, long, bunch of hours, no main character, ensemble cast. I'm going to have to rely on you for the, uh, the is this the definitive version? Uh, they certainly haven't ever tried to make one like it's it. It's certainly it's the, the definitive of the 2D ones, I guess. Yeah. they Final Fantasy VII narrowed down into yeah. just being about one character. Mm-hmm. Arguably about two characters. But I, I am way more interested in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I, I guess I, I, when I first played Red Dead Redemption, I thought this is like a yeah. Final fantasy for the modern times. This yeah, is okay. The new RPG. I'll agree. I'll put it Wait, below Red Dead Redemption. Put it above GTA Four. Yes. Okay. I do. Yeah, I do too. All right, I will as well. Man, sorry, GTA Four. <laughs> uh, you you were okay. What? G- GTA Four. You were okay. Yeah. I mean, you were still considered the best. And the next one, Mega Man Two. Mega Man. Megaton. Um, I really like Mega Man 2. It's a polished Mega Man. It was yeah. the only, I think it's the only Mega Man on Wikipedia's list. Matuga Matin. I still Matuga, like... what? <laughs> um, okay. Matuga Matin. Uh, okay, so what is the list right now? The list is Counter-Strike, uh, yeah. Red Dead Redemption, Final Fantasy VI, GTA IV. Okay, I think it's... Uh, for me, it's between Final Fantasy VI and Mega Man 2. I like Final Fantasy VI more than Mega Man 2 myself. I would much rather play Mega Man 2 right now, but I'd also rather watch Back to the Future than Citizen Kane right now. Yeah. And Citizen Kane's the better movie, so I'm going to say Final Fantasy VI is better. I would rather watch a an interesting playthrough of Final Fantasy VI than a playthrough of Mega Man 2, personally. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to put it below. I'll put it down there as well. Okay. Right. So, wait, we're putting it above GTA 4, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man, GTA 4 got dumped on from, <laughs> from 30,000 feet. So, our list then is... So, the answer credit, best games of all time, which is uh, reordering of Wikipedia's list, is Counter-Strike, Red Dead Redemption, Final Fantasy VI, Mega Man 2, Grand Theft Auto 4. So far, mm-hmm. next week we'll... Put five more games in there. Oh right! So uh, Counter Strike is the best game of all. Time. Yeah, right now. So far, yeah, of of the five games I randomly selected, and uh, there's time for one more thing. Okay. Or there's not. Oh, that timer just went off. Yeah. Oh man, the timer went off. I wanted to do a fun thing. Well, which is, no uh, fun for us. I guess so. We'll do that next week, which is why I'm keeping one giant document that has a whole bunch of question ideas. Yeah. And that's why we did a one-hour timer format instead of, uh, what do you call it, six-minute segments. Mm-hmm. It's just yep. talk until an hour's up. Pretty fun, huh? Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, hey, uh, should we outro or anything? Yeah, let's um, outro. I'm gonna. Oh, you want to do an outro? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been episode 94. Whoa! What? Really? Yeah. Of oh, the Answer oh. Podcast, in which unfortunately we did not talk about. Actually, let's say episode 95. We'll do episode 94 next week. Sure. Okay. So bring your favorite memories of. Uh, we're we're messing with uh, with mixed up chronologies now. Uh, bring your favorite memories of the year 1994 to next week's show. And everybody, uh, everybody, uh, send uh, your suggestions to uh, what the Answer Credit Facebook group, or just I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Join the Answer Credit Podcast Facebook group. Send your suggestions for Game of the Year 1994. That's mm-hmm. next week's pod. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That's next week's podcast, Game of the Year 1994. Deal with it. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. And and as a preview, Tim and I have often uh, thought that 1994 may have been the best year in video. Yeah, we we're pretty sure it's the best. We're going to just take a huge list, mm-hmm. and we're just going to put it all in order. It's going to be sloppy as heck, and it's going to be great. Yep. And then maybe we'll uh, stream a game from 1994. I like it, minutes. yeah. 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 All right. And, uh, yeah, so I'm Tim Rogers. Uh, I'm Frank Spaldi. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And uh, I guess this is the end of the show. <laughs> now you're playing with the end of the show. Now you're ending a show. Insert credit show. Silver, yeah!